Hello, everybody, and welcome to Shelters by Jesus Radio. I am your host, Seth. I'm here with my co-host, Al. Good morning, Al. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Great to be here, Seth. Nice hey, to see you. It's nice to see you, too, Al. So we're looking forward to our discussion today. Hopefully you guys enjoyed last week. We talked about angels, and uh, this week we're going to go for a different topic. So stay tuned. Well, Seth, it is a privilege to be here, and uh, what I thought I might do, I just thought I'd ask, maybe we can give our listeners a little bit of an update of things that are going on here at the shelter. Sure. Uh, we It was, uh, let's see, the groundhog, I think, didn't see his shadow, at least not around <laughs> here. So, so I told that to someone today, and they were like, oh, no. And I was like, oh, no, that's a good thing, because supposedly he's not scared and didn't go back into his hole, right? Right. So, so right, that means right. that we're only going to get four more weeks of winter <laughs> for living in Maine. We know better than that and right. we don't put our faith in in, in a in, groundhog yeah right <laughs> in a groundhog right. oh you're making yeah. me laugh okay so yeah we put our faith in jesus christ amen amen yeah. and amen so but that being said yep we did get a little bit of a northeaster that came in and uh i know you do like the winter weather and there's something special about it it just so we see such a variance in, in weather and so we got a pretty good pile of snow and a little bit of ice and a little little mix of everything but it does look beautiful beautiful out, doesn't it? It does. I think we got about five inches of snow here, and they were expecting more, but praise the Lord. Uh, as much as I love snow, Al, I have to confess, you know, we, we need a new roof on the shelter, which we have the materials. People graciously donated and purchased materials for the shelter, yep. um, but because we're in the middle of winter, we can't install it because of the snow. So, so I, yeah, I thought we know. could do some updates here, and that's a good, I guess, yeah. segue into that. So, sure. So the roof, let's see, it's been here since, like, what, the 70s, I think. It has, it? Yeah. and I think... Uh, uh, pastor and a couple of uh, people had put a second layer on it about 20 years ago or so, mm-hmm. um, but it has definitely shown its age. It's crumbling. Yeah, right. Well, the shingles are all curling and crumbling, and um, so they're all going to come off. There's some soft spots on the roof that need to be repaired, but our first estimate, Al, was $50,000, and we're like, oh, okay, well, that's not beyond God, mm-hmm. but then we ended up getting an amazing deal from a Maine-based steel manufacturer who uh, made us the roof for us um, at an incredible price mm-hmm. that we couldn't we couldn't say no to. And so the Lord looked out for us there and got us a great deal. So now we're just waiting for springtime to come so the the snow will thaw off, things will dry out, and then we can put our brand new roof on. So praise the Lord for that. Yay, amen. You know, our first podcast that we did uh, didn't happen. And, and it was actually, it was it was such a good one. I wish it had. I mean, it did, but it didn't get recorded. So we, yeah. had, a, we had a group of gentlemen that were in here and that were really uh, lovers of the Lord and wanting to get involved in being used of the Lord to provide that that new roof. And there was a gentleman from Connecticut. Yes. And uh, Jake Newbauer's son, Jake, Jeff. Jeff. Jeff Newbauer. Yeah. And Pastor was here. Pastor, and yeah. it was yeah. just, a, it was a real, really good session. And then we found out it didn't get recorded. But th- be that as it may, <laughs> uh, the Lord's fingerprint was still all over that. And, Amen. And, yeah. Um, so yeah, we have the material. And then winter came. That was the thing. I mean, we were still trying to get that in. And winter came a little bit early. It's just so unpredictable. If it's below 30 and there's moisture in the air in Maine, it falls as snow or ice. Well, you know, Al, this is one of those things where we're just told to wait and trust. Wait and trust. And we have a lot of that here. You know, we we were down to, uh, just this year, down to maybe just a couple more weeks left of wood. And we just trusted the Lord. Didn't get upset. Didn't get worried. We're all like, hey, you know what? God knows we need the wood, guys. So let's give God a chance to provide like he promised. And we just kept praying and praying. And all of a sudden, again, this year... 
load of wood shows up right in the nick of time. And so the guys have been chopping it and splitting it and putting it in the piles. And, uh, and that was the most recent pile? That was the most recent pile, yeah. Okay, so let's do a little bit of a roundabout. So the roof is on hold, and so they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Amen. I love that one. And we'll be like, mount upon wings like eagles and run and not be weary. Uh, let May that be so. So the, the roof is on hold, mm-hmm. and we do burn wood, and we may even talk about fire, and that's what consumes the wood uh, at some Amen. point. Yeah. So this is nothing new. We do have two outdoor wood burners. Yes, we have one that heats just the men's shelter, which does the hot water and the heat. And then we have the one at the church that runs both the church and the parsonage and provides heat and hot water to both of them as well. And so we use a lot of wood. But, you know, God is good in his provisions there, too, because we have a giant propane tank, which we use to cook in the kitchen because we have a professional kitchen in there. And sometimes when that boiler's had massive issues, um, we've been able to switch the heat and hot water over to the propane for a few days and, and get the men's boiler fixed. Um, and our chief repairman, who is an amazing man, who, uh, you know, causes uh, great joy here. He teaches here as well. His name is Jan, uh, John Ames. John Ames. And he's fabulous with metal. I've never seen anybody take metal and do what John Ames can do to it. And he just did massive repairs to our uh, boiler because, it, you know, it's older and it was starting to leak and have problems. And Yeah, he, he's a welder, He I know, and he's able to do that, but he... Put a new face on on the he did. access door and yeah. he did a lot. He's not just a welder; he's also a metal fabricator. Mm-hmm. So if he needs any piece, he'll just get in there with a tape measure and bang that piece out, even if it's curved or oddly formed. He's just he's amazing to watch. That's amazing. Yeah. So where did wood come from? So we have a man named Bob Thorndike. He's one of the biggest uh, lumber yards in the state. I'm I'm not you know I can't really speak to his business. I'm not familiar with his business too much, but he's a Christian. Um, got in contact with Pastor Barry through one of our hard times. He, and again, this is where if we trust in the Lord, the outcome is always good. Mm. I think he wrote a chapter about that he in did. one of his books, his he, most recent book, I he think. He did. Yep. Um, and he talks about how, you know, we were down, everything was down and we were, you know, just really worried and trusting in the Lord. And God used that to get Pastor Barry and Mr. Thorndike together. And then Pastor Barry was like, well, you know, the people who used to donate wood to us can't anymore. Bob's like, well, I'll do it. You know, and pastor's <laughs> like, what? No, no, I, I got you. And so, you know, folks, we burn probably six or $7,000 worth of wood a year here. Mr. Thorndike, in his graciousness toward the shelter, has been sending trailer truck loads of logs. Which what we get, we get 12 cords easily out of that. Easily. 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 So 12, 15 yeah. cords. It's, it's tree length stuff. It is. And it is monster stuff. But yeah. not only that, he, he doesn't just give us the leftover no. nubs. We no. got prime seasoned actually sat there yeah through the summer yeah. uh hardwood beach, beach and, yeah. and yellow and oak uh, and birch yeah, yeah and yeah. rock maple just beautiful yeah. stuff huge stuff yes yeah. that even though we can put a pretty good slug of wood in into the uh boilers there they still have to be split a little bit well yeah they, so they come like you said tree length and then we have to chop them down with a chainsaw to a certain length um i think it's like two two feet and then we have a splitter and so we're splitting them and folks some of these logs are they're just massive massive 
pieces of wood, you know. Um, so uh, Mr. Thorndike is incredibly kind and gracious to Shelters by Jesus. I know he's doing it because he loves the ministry. He loves the Lord. Yeah. Uh, and he loves Pastor Barry very much. You know. He was right on time again. And yeah. and uh, I know a couple of his workers come here, too, that have been, they come regularly, too. Uh, yeah. The, Lucas and Todd. <laughs> yes. And those are, those are some great guys, too. Uh, Lucas and Todd work for Mr. Thorndike. They've been coming here now for several weeks and so good to see them. They're always upbeat and to shout amen and hallelujah. And But you know, they'll jump in their truck and plow us out if they, we need to. They'll And they're always offering, what can we do? What can we do? Great guys. Let's see. You've been busy here in our office too. Uh, instrumental in organizing the whole redo of our office. As you come up a half flight of stairs into the uh, sanctuary building, there are office space and, and also there's residents that have here too, families and, and women. We do. Yeah. Uh, but on the left, there's an office, and it has been here for a long time. It has. Uh, I will say this. You know, uh, we've been doing a lot of remodeling and upgrading here just to, you know, keep the place going. And uh, as the ministry grows, our needs change. And so we're trying to meet those needs. But, you know, the beautiful thing about most of what we've been able to do, Al, is we've had businesses like Joseph's Flooring come in and donate the flooring. Shout and, out to them. They're yes. located, they're home, housed in, uh, they're out of Waterville. Near, near Waterville. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mike is the uh, the owner proprietor. Amazing. And, they uh, have contributed. And uh, it's a, not it's not their cheap stuff, Al. This yeah. is like top of the line industry flooring. And he paid for a laborer, a man we love very much named Ziggy, to come in and do the flooring. And oh, Ziggy was here. I know Ziggy, Ziggy. was Ziggy yep. was amazing. Yeah. And then Pete, Pastor Pete, Pete Boldick. Yep built all our brand new furniture for the office and it was all donated materials from a lumber yard. So, you know, we're being good stewards with the money God gives us and giving people an opportunity who have skills materials or finances to kind of pitch in and say, hey, you know, I'd like to be a part of what you're doing at that moment. So yeah, we're not we're not taking the money and running out and buying new furniture. Oh, no. No, 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 no. This is stuff that is donated and skills that are donated, materials that are donated. But God is doing some amazing things in Shelters by Jesus, the, just the structure alone, in preparing us to reach out to multiple ministries. Yeah. You know, we all, we will always be first and foremost about the homeless. Always, you know, but there's there's people, other people who are hurting, and what this is beginning to do, Al, is give the homeless a chance to minister to other people. They're stepping uh, up too. They're stepping up, and we're seeing men here who are embracing Christ, who are embracing the gospel, and are taking his message seriously and wanting to share it. It's so unique here too, just so that our listeners know that the staff aren't paid. No, nobody's paid. So they they're, yeah. and. and uh, They've come from the residency of homelessness. Right. Uh, I say residency uh, in that they come here and, and they actually have a home then. And many of them really have gotten involved and they're our staff. Yeah. And, and basically they're residents who have taken on the extra responsibility of helping the facility to maintain and move forward. And in most cases, it's it's they love the Lord. Yes. That becomes knowing Jesus gives you meaning in your life like you've never could imagine. And and so they've experienced that. So it's great to see that. So the office has gotten a great makeover. It did. Um, it was a necessary makeover. It hadn't been done for a very long time. But it's a, like a feel-good kind of thing. I know for the people yeah. that are involved in that, too, it's just it's got new mailbox slots and, and like you say, new cabinetry. And, new desks. And it had a chance yeah. to go through and kind of evaluate 
evaluate where things need to be and, and, yeah. and accessible and that sort of thing. So it's been gone through. And well, as we're growing, you know, the need to become more efficient is always there because when you deal yeah. with more people, sometimes you just can't do things the way you used to do because it just now it's just taking too long. So now you've got to go through and you've got to figure out, you know, well, I used to deal with 40 people. Now I'm dealing with 60 or I'm dealing with 80 or I'm right. dealing with 100. Okay. I can't, this will take me all day if I keep doing it the way I used to be doing it. So we're always looking on how to streamline what we need to do to help as many people as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, And we have great, great wisdom here. Uh, Tom Nelson is my office manager, uh, an amazing He does a great job. He is fantastic. I could not run that office without Tom. I couldn't do it. Then we have, you know, the amazing wisdom from our pastors here, like, you and Pastor Pete and Pastor Gary. And then we have the men on the board who absolutely love the Lord and love this ministry and have been so gracious to me in allowing me to grow in this position and teaching me what it is to be a director. Um, You know, we've had like Pastor Barry, uh, Pastor Spencer, who's my home pastor at North Monmouth Community Church, a man I look up to and love very much. And then we have uh, Ken Allen, who is our CEO, and he is amazing with figures. And let me tell you something, when it comes to Ken, and every dime donated, he takes it seriously. Whether you give $9 a month, whether you give a one-time gift, it doesn't matter. To Ken, we are accountable to every dime. And he, <laughs> boy, does he hold me to that standard. It, but he's, we're transparent, too. We're very transparent. It's not like we're building a Taj Mahal here no. that we're going to then you no. know, bask in. No. It's no way. It's just, no. let's have at it. Let's be right. about God's work. When, when it's about a need, then, you know, the board is on top of it, you know. Uh, and so they're very, very responsible with the finances that come in. Then we have Jim. Jim. Newest member of the board. And he comes here and he's part of the worship team. Uh, and then we have Pastor Ron Spaulding, and he is he's a good friend. He's not just a member of the board. None of them are just members of the board. These are men who are actively involved with the ministry. These are men who, who love Christ and are praying and love the homeless, and that's important. If you're going to serve on a board like this, if you don't have a heart for the homeless, you don't have a place on the board. It's just not... It's not feasible. And each one of them have been very instrumental in my growth here, not just as director, but as a human being and as a Christian. And they've given me so much grace, so much love. And because of their accepting me and understanding that the job I have is very difficult, you know, they've given me these sort of like a, like a safety fence. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm allowed to bounce around inside this fence. And, <laughs> and if I bounce around a little too hard, they'll be like, <clears throat> you know, but they've been so good to me. Well, and they've supported your vision to open this recording studio for this podcast too and so this has been a year ago it was not like this it was a clothing it was a little supply closet that you could hardly move in and then there had to be a place for that so downstairs that was transformed to part of a kind of a catch-all area used to be a cafeteria that was transformed so let's just take the studio here so this was a place for storage it was like you know how in your house you have that catch-all draw you just you throw your junk drawer, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, so we had a room like that because there were some things uh, that we got where we're like, well, uh, mm, I don't have a specific place for this. So it would end up in the room and, and we would use a lot of it out. Sure. You know, we just come in. But then we had to build a storage room downstairs. We had to build one, a large, large one. So let's finish this one here. Yeah. So then, so, but it, it had one little door and you kind of came in and yeah. but everything was gutted out. Yep. And and uh, it, it actually opened up into a pretty decent little room it did it uh, did. it's it's i'm gonna say it's like probably uh 15 uh 12 15 by 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 10 so nice little room yep 
And then we've got all this recording stuff in here. And we did. Blue and, and black sound, little puffy things on the wall <laughs> to <laughs> make did. it acoustically desirable. Yeah. And yeah. then we have, for our viewing audience, we, I mean, once in a while we have people come by and kind of check us out. We have the on-air sign, yeah. a, a beautiful blue sign that says Yeah, we on had a win- air. window installed. Oh, a giant window installed. Yeah, we Pastor did. Pete did that. He and, did, yeah. Uh, and a window in here in uh, the door was put in, too. So there's, this is accessible for, like, counseling if, if like, you and I wanted to uh, talk with someone. And, yeah. Yeah, uh, so well, we're big on accountability. Absolutely. So we have windows here, and people can walk by this uh, studio anytime, see what's going on, and uh, listen to what we're saying. And I believe in that. And uh, I will say this, Al, you know, you mentioned, like, the board being supportive of, of the podcast mm-hmm. and everything. If it's about Jesus, if it's about the gospel, and if it's about the homeless, they're on board. Yeah. Okay? Now, that doesn't mean they're going to say yes to everything. No. And, and they haven't, you know, because they pray. And if they say no, it's a no. Okay, Lord, you know, because I have all kinds of ideas. <laughs> and, if I, <laughs> and if I'm not reined in, um, you know, some of my ideas could be just of Seth. You know what I mean? And so that's why it's so good to have these five men who love love the Lord, right. love each other, love this ministry. And when they go in and pray, when they, whatever they come out with to me, that's God telling them, his desire. Yes, Seth. No, Seth. You know, and okay, Lord, you know, we're going to accept this. We're going to move on. Let's run with it or sit with it. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Absolutely. Well, so then the storage was transformed downstairs, and it was yeah. kind of a out of sight, out of mind place. And 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 we do get a lot of donations that a come lot. in, and yeah. got to find a place for that and sort through it. Some of it is quite useful, and and there's a revolving door where we we fix people up with their needs, uh, and then we store a, a minimal amount of it. So you know, we appreciate everyone who feels led by the Lord to donate. Here, oh yes, whether Amen. it's money, clothing, food, uh, whether it's the necessities that, you know, the less romantic stuff, as I call it, Al, like toilet paper, laundry soap, dish soap, paper towels. Underwear, diapers. Yeah, yeah. you know, the less romantic stuff, but the <laughs> epically important stuff. Um, and I just thank people, Al, that that do that. You know, we've had people come and say, you know, I bought a, a six pack of toilet paper. Oh, praise God. Thank you for thinking of us. I know. know? We don't even know their names. We don't. God does. God does. Amen. And so we have this lovely lady from New York, Al, that sends two or three boxes a week full of clothing Mm -hmm. that she buys at thrift stores. And they're they're good clothing. She cherry picks and finds some stuff. She does. And uh, and I have never met this woman. I would love to meet this woman. That's evidence of a transformed person then because that Holy Spirit lives inside of them and they're inspired to want to do something for his namesake. Isn't that, that that's what it's about, right? It's about Jesus Christ. It's about serving Jesus Christ. He's king. He is king, king of the universe. You know, this is, everything was made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. And so it is all about Jesus Christ. And, you know, the Bible says that every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Well, I'm not going to wait until that day. Mm. I'm going to do it now. Yes. I'm going to bow my knee now. I'm going to declare that he is Lord now. So when I go before him and have to do it in the presence of everyone else, it will not be a foreign thing to me. <laughs> I'll be used to it. I want to, when I say he is Lord, I want to sing it. And just watching the way that God moves the hearts of men and women here at the shelter, the growth, Al, the spiritual growth has just been 
off the charts. And I always tell people, like, you know, some people say, well, Seth, I wish I could be more like you. I said, stop right there. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to be more like Seth. (laughs) You want to be more like Christ. Well, how do I do that? I said, well, first you have to make the choice. And then you have to commit to that choice. And that's really what it takes. Are you going to be perfect? Never. Are you going to be sinless? No. Are you ever going to wake up and suddenly God give you a giant revelation? No. He's already revealed everything he wants to us in his word. Hmm. So make the choice. It's really what it comes down to, Al. I think some people have that preconceived notion that what it would look like to serve, and but there is as many different personalities as there are places to serve. Oh, yeah. And, and so oh, yeah. not everybody's going to sit down and open up the Bible and then expound on that. So that's a gift of teaching. Although you ha- you have a certain ability to, and, and expectation to share that and to do study, that. Right. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And show yourself approved. Uh, but there are so many important things that go on here, like Oh, there's so many like, ways uh, that people let me just, get involved. Let me just say, let's go back to the wood for a second. Sure. And someone has to, after it's cut up and it's stacked, and that's a whole process. That's one thing about burning wood. It, it'll heat you several times, yeah. you know, as you yeah. as you cut it and move it and then put it in, and eventually it will warm you as it is consumed. But there are people that all hours of the night stand watch on that and keep that stove going so that others can be warm warm yeah. and and that's it that just doesn't go unnoticed but it can if you you know you're not paying attention um yeah. so there's people that are filling that yeah. and that's an important job i i contend that it would be under these circumstances just as important to do that as it might be to open up and teach in philippians yes there, even Christ says that there's different parts of the body, yeah, and they each have different functions. Right. But he doesn't say that, oh, I prefer the hand over the foot, mm-hmm. or I prefer the eye over the ear. You all have an important function. And uh, my goal as a Christian is, when I stand before him, Al, is to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. That's what I want to hear. Yes. And that is whatever he has assigned me to do. Now, there are many, many things that go on at the shelter. and so many different jobs that have to happen here every single day just for us to function. And sometimes there's these things that just spring up. Mm-hmm. And I've got nobody I had set aside to do that. But, you know, what happens is we all come together and get it done. And so, you know, we have our everyday function and then we have the happy surprises, I like to call them. <laughs> that, Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. You know, that pop up that we have to deal with. And so, God, but God gives us the ability and the people to do it every single time, Al. I was amazed on Sunday. Yes, it's a day of rest, uh, but there's also some chores that, that are just going to be attended to and with the right attitude it's not really work it's it's serving him so there were five or six guys out there it was cold too there was, was there was cold. one there was one gentleman there with he was in short sleeve he was just going at the wood there and then of course there's md and he's he's lifting pieces at 150 pounds and surprisingly strong uh yeah. deceptively strong i should yeah, say yeah yeah but anyway uh those guys went to work on that wood you know what because there was a need so it was great to see that team come together, uh, even though it was cold, it was sunny, but it was cold, and they came together, and they're stacking it, and um, I believe that they were rewarded for that. And so, Amen. Uh, so the story, Jerry, downstairs.
upstairs. I want to go back to that. You know, I remember being shown as like there's a whole new wall that's put up. And then the day and age we live in, sometimes there's shortages. And so if there are shortages, we, we try to we're trying to prepare for uh, things like that. And so we, we don't want to run out of, uh, of TP, do we? Oh, my goodness. No. You know, it's it's hard enough sometimes to make sure your family has it. And, yeah. But, you know, I have at any given time, 60, 80 people here. Yeah. We can go through toilet paper like crazy. Yeah, you know, but we've we've really got some good people in place. We we believe when Jesus says to be good stewards, he's not just talking about money. Yeah, he's talking about the things that he gives us. Yeah, and we believe everything we have here has come from him, and so we do our best to regulate the supplies and minimize waste and make sure that everything we do brings honor to God. Scott does a great job. Scott he, tracks he, everything. He's stingy. Yeah. He is stingy and he needs to be. He needs to be. Yeah. And so, yeah, he's, he's kind of the overseer of that particular part uh, to, to some degree. Right. You know? So every everything that is donated or that we have to purchase that comes into the supply room, he records it on a record, and then everything that goes out of that supply room, he records it on a record. So even if it's just one roll of toilet paper, well, he has to log it. And that way we're tracking our use, and we can start to determine if there's any waste. We can start to determine, you know, if X amount of people equals X amount of rolls of toilet paper. Are there different seasons that it fluctuates you know it just it's important stuff <laughs> and it really helps us to be good i mean it sounds it may sound silly to people but honestly al if you're not tracking the use of the of these things are you being a good steward mm. how do you know you're not wasting i mean we had no idea um you know there was a time when we were going through a lot of trash bags and i'm like hmm and uh, so our, our ceo got a hold of me and said hey why are we using so much trash bags we weren't using so much trash bags and some people might look at that and go it's just a trash bag but when you have, you know, 20 trash cans in a facility and people are just half filling them or, you know, not letting them fill up or whatever, you can go through a lot and that's money. Now I'm thinking, oh, a box of trash bags is $12 for a box of 40. So I'm like, okay. But then Ken says, yeah, now multiply that by X amount of weeks yeah. through the year. Right. And I'm like, oh. And it, it the price changes. It's got a petroleum-based uh, makeup. And so, it yeah, does. the price can change on that. So it's yeah. such a good thing that we're, we're keeping track on that. So. Everything gets tracked because we want to be good stewards for the Lord. Right. And, and everybody who donates, we want them to know that we take it very, very seriously. Oh, yes. You know. Well, folks, you've been listening to a healthy update of where we are at the shelter and some of the things that we're involved in on a day-to-day basis. I hope you've enjoyed that to give you a little glimpse uh, of what goes on in here. Thank you for joining us, making us part of your day. You've obviously found us on Shelters by Jesus Radio, which you can visit and look back at our other episodes that have taken place uh, that are archived, some really good ones. Some bear listening to, again, don't they, Seth? Yes. yes, Some really good ones. You can also contact us here a number of different ways, certainly by phone, area code 207-474-8833. We'd love to hear from you by a letter as well, too. Shelters by Jesus, 12 McClellan Street, Skowhegan, Maine, 04976. And also sheltersbyjesus.com is a site where you can see all kinds of stuff, including a really powerfully done documentary that is worthwhile seeing. So again, thank you for joining us. Uh, Seth, this has been kind of fun, hasn't it? It's been great. I loved it, yeah. All right. Amazing to look back and see all the stuff that's going on. So stay tuned. We'll have another episode here for you shortly. And may God bless you. Amen.